Hey there, mama, and welcome back to the Moms Overcoming Overwhelm podcast, episode 12. I'm Emily McDermott, and I am here beside you on this journey as we work together to declutter your home, head, and heart. I mentioned last week that once a month, I'm going to bring you an interview with a mom who has overcome overwhelm by decluttering and simplifying. Today, I'm chatting with Sarah from Simple Intentional. I met Sarah through a community of like-minded moms on Instagram. Sarah is a full-time teacher, mom, and wife who is passionate about helping women change their lives through decluttering. We have an amazing conversation that I know you're going to love because Sarah's advice is super practical and deeply anchored in her why. She is passionate about clearing away the clutter so that she and women like you can live a more intentional life. Before we dive in, I want to say a huge thank you especially since this episode is airing on Thanksgiving Day in the U.S. I am so grateful that you listen to the podcast, have been sharing it, reviewing it, and joining the Facebook group. Just a quick reminder that if you have left a review recently, make sure you screenshot it and send it to me via Instagram or Facebook to be entered into the drawing for the decluttering book of your choice. I'll announce the winner next week. Okay, enough housekeeping. Grab that notebook and pen, and let's dive into the conversation with Sarah. Hey there, Mama. Are you tired of all the stuff crowding your home, calendar, and mind? Do you wish you could say goodbye to the endless to-do list running around in your head? Want to declutter but don't know where to start? You're in the right place. Welcome to Mom's Overcoming Overwhelm, where you will find proven and practical solutions to declutter your home, head, and heart. Hi, I'm Emily, a wife, boy mom, and simplicity seeker. I struggled to get pregnant and felt overwhelmed until I discovered decluttering could create the physical and emotional space I needed to become a mom. Now two kids later, I've transformed my life and motherhood by developing simple systems around decluttering, capsule wardrobes, kid stuff, cleaning and tidying, meal planning, time management, and more, and I can't wait to share them with you. If you're ready to reclaim the time and energy you crave, be present with your kids, and finally enjoy the life and motherhood you so deserve, let's kick overwhelm to the curb, shall we? Grab your lukewarm coffee, your notebook and pen, and clear off some counter space. Let's do this. Well, Sarah, thank you so much for coming on the Moms Overcoming Overwhelm podcast. I'm very excited to have you here, and I was hoping we could start just by you introducing yourself and telling us a little bit about who you are, where you live, a little bit about, you know, what you do, your family, that kind of thing. Sure. Thank you so much for inviting me. Um, So my name is Sarah and um, I'm from Simple Intentional. I have um, a blog and a website as well as um, I would say I'm most active on my Instagram account um, and Facebook community as well. Um, So I am a full-time teacher. I teach kindergarten kindergarten. I have um, a four-year-old daughter and a husband. I live in Toronto, Ontario in Canada. And um, I started Simple Intentional because I found um, for myself that I had made these changes in my life and they had had such an impact on like how I felt and like how much easier my life was. And um, I knew that I wanted to share that. And, um, I, in 2014, um, I was diagnosed with lymphoma and I had, um, stage four cancer. And from that point, I kind of knew that, um, 
I wanted to do something more than teaching, um, but it did take me the time to figure out what it was. Um, and that cancer diagnosis was really sort of um, part of the beginning of this for me. Like, I think it really helped me unpack um, my own perfectionism, my own people pleasing, and then like how that sort of um, coincided with like, clutter and overwhelm and like all these feelings I had. And, um, it sort of like helped me to, uh, begin to take action. Um, but then I would say, you know, years later, then when I had my daughter, um, and I was a full-time working mom, um, that I then again, <laughs> experienced more sort of overwhelm, but in a different way. And, um, and that sort of propelled me uh, even further down this path sort of towards minimalism and living with less and simplifying and, you know, figuring out systems and routines. And so, um, yeah, and, and that's where Simple Intentional came from. And that's um, why I started it. Yeah, I just your story is so powerful. And, you know, a lot of times we kind of reach this point, kind of this breaking point where we're just kind of like, okay, this is it, you know, whether it be for you, it was sort of like, you know, cancer diagnosis was sort of that impetus to look at things, to reevaluate things. For me, it was the going through fertility treatments and really like, you know, something has to change. Mm -hmm. And then when you become a, a mom, it's like a whole other level, <laughs> a whole other level, a whole yeah. other level. And, um, and you still have a pretty young child yeah. for, I believe. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so then it's like, okay, all the stuff that comes with kids and sort of, like you said, the routines yeah. and managing everything. So yeah. when was it sort of after your um, child was born that it's like, okay, this is the next wave of changes I need to make. And was it like a lot of times I hear from moms, it's just like, oh my gosh, all the toys are everywhere all the time. I'm cleaning up all the time. I'm already exhausted and I just cannot stay on top of the home. Like I just can't do it. So what was that like for you in that season? And how did you start to take some of those small steps to move forward? Yeah. So. Um... I think really like the big, big push came for me when I returned to work. Um, and I was just trying to, and I should also say like my husband is a musician and, um, so he has a very different work schedule than I do. And so in the evenings he teaches. So I come home from work and my husband goes to work. So we are often solo parenting. So that's, um, a big part of it. And then, I was just trying to make my lunch and make dinner and stay on top of laundry and like keep everything tidy. Um, like never mind clean, but just like tidy, you know, just like keep on top of everything. And I was finding it really overwhelming. And um, I think like, just to rewind like a little bit, like I can look backwards and I can see um, that I went into motherhood. And I think I, I always had this like big sense of scarcity in my life. And that's something I've discovered about myself, like through this whole process, you know, um, just since I started like digging deep since I had cancer 
And then motherhood really brought that out because, you know, everybody talks about how expensive babies are and how expensive it is to have kids. And like, I just really um, got like, I think really internally scared about that. And so I really leveraged, we have these really great buy and sell groups and like um, in our neighborhood. And I had like accumulated a lot of stuff for having my daughter so that I was ready and I was prepared because that's like another part of like that for me is like, I'm prepared. I have everything I need. It's like the perfectionism, you know? So I had over-prepared for having my daughter. So I had too much stuff. Um, and that's something that like looking back, I can see now. And then it was like coming home and just trying to deal with everything. And that's really like where it, took off for me. Like it had been something I'd slowly been doing, but it really took off and I would just get rid of stuff. And for a while I was like selling back on Facebook and that sort of thing. And like, now I'm at the point where I put it on the curb because I live in, um, in Toronto and like, we have a really great, um, it, it's not like a system. It's just like, um, a culture here where people put stuff at the curb and like pe other people take it. And so you can put stuff on the curb and an hour later, like all the stuff will be gone. Um, and it's a great way to like, just give stuff away to people. But yeah, I would come home from work and I just be like, how am I going to do this? And my energy was like low and I was overwhelmed. And so I just started getting rid of stuff and I started creating these like meal plan systems and like, you know, laundry and just thinking about things in like a systematic way of like, how can I create more ease? How can I make this work? How can this function? Um, you know, like what can my husband do and what can I do? And like, you know, so we really have like chores that he does and chores that I do. And, you know, like he makes dinner a lot of the time because he's home and then I can come home and like, you know, finish it off or whatever. But we've just created these systems because we couldn't, um, I couldn't keep up with it. And I was too overwhelmed. Um, and I was having no time. I mean, even now, even I will say like being very minimalist and like simplifying and clutter free, like it's still hard to come home from working full time and still do the few things that I need to do and still spend time with my daughter. So before it just like was completely overwhelming. Yeah, I can relate, even though I have been in a stay-at-home mom um, since my oldest was born, but I feel like at the beginning, when you realize that the stuff is preventing you from being able to do pretty much anything. <laughs> then I always say you kind of start with the stuff and then you're able to actually figure out some of the systems, because if you are drowning in the stuff, you, you're not going to be able to develop a system. Right. So I think that just kind of that, and you've used this term before, which I really love this chipping away mm. at the stuff, you know, it's not going to be um, this all at once. And even if you're in an area of the country or the world that doesn't have as many resources, as far as like being able to declutter and get rid of things, yeah. just doing what you can. Mm -hmm. And, um, then you're able to actually breathe, to be able to say, okay, how can I, like you said, bring more ease into the things that I have to do on a day-to-day -day basis? How can I recruit help? from my, you know, partner or spouse, how can, depending on the age of the kids, how can I get the kids 
involved. And then it becomes something that you can continue to review and tweak as you're going along. Um, So I love all of that. Just like, you know, starting from where you're at, having those little, little time pockets that you can devote to doing some of these things, because I agree with you. I mean, I've been living more of a minimal lifestyle for a while now. And a lot of times I'm focusing on kind of the minimum of the stuff that needs to get done. Cause I just still, you know, don't have uh, the bandwidth depending on the season. Yeah. And I think like, you know, um, if I look back, like now, you know, I'm still busy and still, I don't get everything done every day. And that's like, you make choices and you decide like, it's important for me to spend some time with my daughter playing. And like, it's important for me to connect with her. So like, I might give up that load of laundry today, but like, I do commit to doing laundry every day because it makes things easier. But you know, also like the benefit of having less clothing and less stuff is that I don't have as much laundry as I did before. So if I give up on a day, it doesn't like make, you know, things insane. Um, so I can make those choices and it's like getting rid of the stuff and, um, leaning into like minimizing really does give you more choice and it makes, um, it allows for more freedom. So, you know, like I come home some days and there's just like toys everywhere (laughs) because my daughter is like a creative, I feel like she's like a creative genius. That's what I say. She's like a little mad scientist. Like she just moves around very imaginative, like constantly creating things, but like, it might be like cutting up bits of paper. Like the other day it was like pouring a whole bottle of glue on a tray and then like, and, but I want to allow for that creativity. So like, I let her do that stuff and like, you know, the tray was the boundary, but like, then I know there's all this like chaos sometimes, but it's easy to clean up in like 15 minutes, 20 at most, because we've, you know, we have a bin of stuffies and like, we have a bin of magnetiles and like, everything has a home and, you know, and I, she's involved as well. Like, you know, I say to her, you can't just like cut up a million pieces of paper and then leave them all over the floor. So she can either like vacuum them up or pick them up or whatever. But, you know, you set these limits on things, you have less stuff. Then when it comes to like the chaos, although it initially you walk in, sometimes it feels overwhelming. It's like quite easy to manage. And so I think that Um, is a big piece of it because when I think backwards and it's almost hard to now, but when I think backwards and I think about all the stuff and like the stuff I was dealing with and like, just even like dusting stuff. Cause I used to have like little vignettes of things. Cause like, I like that. And I liked the visual of it, but like now I've made this decision between, um, like I don't have the bandwidth for it. Um, I have to make choices between like saying yes to something and then keeping in mind what the management part of that is, you know, it's the same with like free stuff, which was like big for me because I had that big sense of scarcity. So like, if somebody's like, do you want this? And I'm like, yes, (laughs) you know, all the time. And then I just like stick it in the basement or like put it somewhere. And I'm like, Oh, we might need it. And, um, but then if I went down to the basement to get something, then I have to move all this crap out of the way to get to the thing I need. And it takes longer and it feels like a bigger chore. And so it's like all these little decisions that we make, they don't seem like a big deal in the moment, but you have to sort of, um, think to yourself, okay, if I say yes to this free thing, 
where am I going to keep it? What's the impact of the space that it takes up? How am I going to like manage it or maintain it? And then like, what am I going to do with it if I don't want it? And so I used to think, oh, it's free. If I don't need it, I'll just get rid of it. Um, which, you know, yes, you can do, but, um, there's still the time and energy that's like invested in all of that. And I think when you get into a situation, um, where you're like a full-time working mom or even a stay-at-home mom, like you're a mom, um, you know, you have other things you want to be doing that matter more in your life. Um, your plate's full with whatever, because we all have our plates full in life, like whether or not it's, you know, like an elderly parent, like, um, friends, you know, work crisis, like whatever the extra things are that like continuously will come up in life. You have to like know what you can manage at a time and then say no. And it's hard to say no. And I think that relates back to like people pleasing. And I've had this conversation with so many women because I think we were really like, there's like a generation of us that were like raised to, um, be polite and to like put um other people's feelings before ourselves I think you know um like I've had this conversation in so many ways like when I talk about things like it veers off a little bit but like when you think about like you know consent when you're talking about that with like raising kids or like all these areas that like um it's not a big deal you know to like um say yes to somebody but you have to think about how that impacts you and so it's really like we need to be more selfish because we need to prioritize our families and our mental health and our physical health and like um, the time for what fills us up and so that can't involve saying yes to everything and like doing things for others more than ourselves so well said. So well said, Sarah. <laughs> this is why I love talking to you. Yeah, I resonate with so much of that. And um, I think, first of all, one of the things that you said that I was very much vigorously nodding my head, as I like to say, <laughs> yeah. um, is that right now I'm in the basement and it's it's we're recording this on a Saturday and I am surrounded by toys right now. They're just yeah. everywhere. And even on the way down the stairs, I had to kind of sidestep a little bit to like get to the laundry room and that kind of thing. And in a previous season, that would have made me feel so defeated, just mm -hmm. kind of like, oh my gosh, this is such a mess. What are we going to do? Like, mm -hmm. I'm going to have to clean all this up. Yeah. And, but I can have all of their toys on the floor right now. And no, like you said, it's only going to take 15 minutes to clean up yeah. because we put these boundaries around the things that they have. Yeah. And so that is really key because if you're feeling that defeat, that is so normal from like the overwhelming. And I always say defeated because that's how I feel kind of like I'm a victim. I don't have control. I'm supposed to be managing my home. Yeah. I'm supposed to be my the homemaker or whatever. And it's just completely out of control. Just know if you're able to limit, to put those boundaries in place, to make those choices, like you said, then it is manageable even in the moment you're allowing the mess, which is totally fine. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's like, there's two things that, that come up when you're saying that is like one, I think um, when you're talking about the toys and the mess and that sort of thing, like I think backwards and I think about how that might have prevented me from doing something like this because I would have thought, oh man, I don't have the time to clean this up or whatever it is. And I think about like so many times where I've said, 
no to things in my life because I didn't feel like I had it perfectly together or I didn't like, I thought, oh, I can't do that. Like I put so many limits on myself because, oh, I can't do that because. And now um, this whole journey of minimalism and letting go of stuff has really taught me a lot and that I can do, it doesn't matter. Nobody cares what your house looks like. Nobody cares what you look like. You know, they care about, um, like they're going to care about your message, Emily, and they're going to care about like what they gain from this podcast. And they don't care if you had time to wash your hair or if you had time to pick up the clothes or whatever, like they don't care about that stuff. And neither should you, because what matters more is what you're doing and like how you're acting and how you're behaving and who you're becoming, because who you are matters more than like how you appear. And so I think the perfectionism thing, like we've got to stop doing this to ourselves because we're limiting ourselves. And then the other piece that you said about being a victim, like, I think that it's so true. I think we can hold ourselves back in, in like, um, say to ourselves again, like, I can't do that. You know, I'm limited by this. And it's almost like when we let go of the stuff, you know, it's about so much more and it's so empowering just even to show yourself that you can stick with something and you can create change in your life. Even this small little thing, like step-by-step that you can actually completely change the way you live a day at a time. And then like you've empowered yourself and I know I used to think so like, I used to limit myself so much. And I used to think that too. I can't, I can't, I can't. And like, now I know different, you know, and I feel different, like, and it's such a change. And I think that it may seem like it's not related, but like getting rid of your stuff is going to completely change your life. It's going to change how you feel. It's going to change how you think. And I, it's just like, um, it's the biggest gift you can give yourself. That is so amazing. And I completely agree that it's just been a life altering, you know, and it's hard to explain that to someone, I think, because a lot of times we're so in the weeds of our own lives. It's hard to see past that. And, um, in that, you know, in that spirit, in that vein, I was just thinking, you know, if we had like the the overwhelmed mom in front Mm -hmm. of us right now (laughs) to just say, okay, this is like, what's your, I guess your favorite tip or your favorite couple tips about how to incorporate some of this letting go and decluttering into the day-to-day life of someone that is feeling overwhelmed. Can you give a couple of your favorite tips? Yeah. So number one, I think that, um, you have to not think about the clutter as something you have to deal with all at once. I think like move away from the perfectionism mindset of like, oh, I have to deal with this and I have to do it like and complete it all at once because that holds you back. You can do little tiny bits at a time and it all adds up. You know, every time you like walk out of a room, bring something with you back to the kitchen, you know, just start to build the habit of tidying up and putting things away. And then with that same habit, you can also build the habit of like getting rid of stuff. Like you can look around a room and think, man, I have too many throw pillows, grab a garbage bag, 
put two of them in a garbage bag, stick them by your back door or throw them in your trunk. And there you've gotten rid of two things. And each little time you do that, you're going to like feel the space. You're going to notice the difference and it's going to motivate you and it's going to energize you. And just know, um, although it can feel disappointing <laughs> to know that you can't just like snap your fingers and in a week you're going to deal with this problem. It's not like that because it's also like the time to shift the way you think and the way you behave, because then you also have to stop buying as much stuff and bringing or bringing as much in, like it doesn't have to be bought stuff, but like, don't bring so much into your home. So it's the shifts you make over time. But the like encouraging thing about that is that, um, it's like for real change, you know, it's not just like the thing you did in a week and then a month later, you're back to where you were. So, um, just think about what's the littlest thing you can do and then do it. Awesome. I love that so much. Thank you. Um, and I just so appreciate you. I've learned so much from you and <laughs> I'm glad we have actually connected over Instagram and yeah. have just really been in each other's, um, I don't know, lives, I guess, yeah, <laughs> in this kind of funny totally. part yeah. of the internet for so long. Yeah. Um, but I would love my listeners to connect with you and to yeah. find out more about um, all the things that you have going on. So can you let them know the best way to do that? Yeah, absolutely. So um, Instagram is the place I'm most active and you can always DM me and find me that way. Um, I also have a Facebook group um, where we sort of monthly do different challenges. Um, and this coming month, like beginning uh, November, we'll be doing a 30 day decluttering challenge. So that's an awesome time if you're feeling overwhelmed to jump on board because it's really low key, um, you know, just do what you can kind of thing. But it's like really encouraging because there's lots of women there that are in the same boat. And, um, you know, it's a place that can be like your community. And I, encourage everybody always in that group to like make it what you want it to be. Um, I'm just there really to guide you. So um, if you'd like to join the decluttering challenge um, this month, you can find that information through my Instagram, like in my highlights or through my, um, my link. And then I am also in the process of, um, you know, taking messy action <laughs> about um, starting my own decluttering coaching business. So, um, feel free to email me or DM me and reach out if that's something that you're interested in, or you need support in that way. Um, I, it's definitely not finalized, but, you know, reach out and let me know what you need. And, um, I've just been sort of like putting stuff together at the moment, but I will eventually sort of have, um, like kind of a package, um, that, you know, if you're interested, you can sign up for. And uh, you can find me through simpleintentional.com. Um, my email is like available through um, both the website and Instagram as well. So um, yeah, and if you wanna sign up for my newsletter, I do a weekly newsletter as well. And, and if you go to my website, there's a pop-up that you can sign up for that as well. So yeah, um, I think really the two main things that are happening for me right now is that I'm starting my business and the Facebook community, I think is sort of the extraneous thing, but uh, yeah, you can find me on Instagram. Cool. Yeah, 
intentional. <laughs> I will I will link to everything yeah. in the show notes. That's the nice thing about podcasts. We can do yeah. it that way. <laughs> and um, yeah, Sarah is such a gift. Speaking of gifts, you know, she's such a gift and so knowledgeable. And I know you're going to do great with the decluttering coaching. I've kind of dipped my toe in it. And it's mm-hmm. so rewarding to just yeah. be able to work one-on-one, especially with moms. Um, so I know that's going to be great. So all the information will be in the show notes and thank you, Sarah, so much. I love talking to you. you. Thank you. You're like my person to talk to you too. Oh, okay. Well, (laughs) likewise, (laughs) likewise, likewise. And thank you so much. And thank you to everyone um, who is listening. Uh, So grateful for you. Okay. Yeah. Bye. You Bye. If you like today's podcast, here's what you can do. Just take 30 seconds to leave me a review. I know you're a busy mama. You're overwhelmed, in fact. But 30 seconds of your day makes such an impact. I'll be blessed by your words. They'll definitely make my day. And who knows, you might be entered for this month's giveaway. An Apple podcast, scroll down to write a review. Thanks so much for your time. I'm so grateful for you.